I'm Christy. And I'm Keegan. And you're listening to the Mastering None podcast. Today's topic, learn a little about April Fool's Day. Ha, pranked ya. No, we didn't. Nope. I mean, it is the day before. It, two days, two before. days before April Fool's Day. But what really got us on this topic, what I'm waiting to see for this weekend is, did Pizza Hut prank us with that corn on the cob pizza? Wasn't it Little Caesars? Was it Little Caesars? I know it was pizza. Oh, gosh. Little Caesars, that sounds even worse. At least Pizza Hut sounds good. What? Little um, Little Caesars pizza is like cardboard covered in sauce, isn't it? I don't recall having. Yep. Little Caesars. All right. So, Little Caesars <laughs> says it's having a corn cob crust pizza. Just to put this into perspective, instead of the crust going on the outside, it's literally corn on the cob. Yeah, not just corn. corn on, on the, the cob. So how are you going to, how how is that even going to happen? Yeah, so that's why my money's on. This is an April Fool's prank. Yeah, better because that's disgusting. <laughs> so that got me to thinking about epic pranks i mean we're pretty good at pulling off pranks in this we're family very good at pulling off pranks um trying to remember the first one i, I was it the first one the soda the first one i think was the soda so i used to shop at target a lot i probably still do shop at target a lot but what i used to do was back when they had a food court i would get this deal all the time it was like i don't know a dollar or two dollars and you could get popcorn and a soda while you were shopping and i would do this Every single time. Do you remember? Every single time. Because I remember my lips would be all chapped and I was like, <laughs> and it hurt a lot. So it but was... the, the popcorn was good, so I didn't stop. <laughs> so it's very common for me to come home from Target with a soda cup. So one day I go, oh, one day specifically, April Fool's Day, I go to Target. Pretty and... early because wasn't he still asleep? I don't know. I mean, probably he sleeps in pretty late. Um, but one day I go to Target, I get a soda cup and what I do is on the way home, I stop by Taco Bell and I specifically got a hot sauce packet. And so picture the straw being put into a hot sauce packet and then sinking that whole hot sauce packet down to the bottom of the soda cup and then you put the lid back on. So what's going to happen when you get the first drink? It's going to be hot sauce so i come home full soda nobody knows there's hot sauce in the bottom of it go up to keegan's dad what oh wait never mind that wasn't there for that one <laughs> go up to his dad say hey you know i refilled this before i left i have a whole fresh soda do you want some he's like yeah takes a sip kind of thinks for a second he's like huh didn't really soda didn't really come out so then he takes a second sip mouth is full of hot sauce and of course comics we're just all <laughs> <It was> <laughs> so yeah since that one big one i think we've I had think a few other good the year ones. after that he would usually go riding riding his dirt bike on april fool's day so one day he, while he was riding he usually comes home and takes a shower we uh paper clipped all not paper clipped safety pinned all of his underwear together so when you took one underwear it was just a chain of underwear yeah, and I, what were you, probably like four? Yeah. And so I had a four-year-old and a six-year-old boy at home just thinking this was the funniest thing they could ever do. It was pretty funny. Um, I actually like the soap better. The soap. So 
then probably the, the next day? year, probably the next okay, year, next year, we took clear nail polish and nail polished the soap in the bathroom. The entire thing. The entire, the entire bar of soap. So he, he wouldn't even be getting clean and he wouldn't even know it because it's clear nail polish. <laughs> well, I, he noticed when it, it wasn't like, what is it, sudsing so, up? Yeah. So. And he couldn't figure out what was wrong. <laughs> And then we've had a couple good food ones. One year, uh, I made for his coworkers. Uh, I made some Oreos, and I scooped out the inside of the Oreo and I replaced it with toothpaste. Mm. But you can't just open the Oreo and pop the cream out because the toothpaste won't isn't hard enough to stick. So you have to open it up, kind of cut a little circle of cream out, fill the little circle up with toothpaste, and then put it back together. But the joke was on me that year because everyone thought that he brought mint flavored, <laughs> mint flavored Oreos and they all just gobbled them up. So I don't know if this was April Fool's Day or not, but do you remember the time when we put our cereal in the freezer and it was really hard? And Oh, yeah. Was so it was like cereal day? with milk and then you put the spoon in it and then you put it in the freezer overnight. So when you woke up, I put a little bit of milk on top so it looked like it was moving still and... The, the spoon was frozen inside. But one of my favorites, I think, um, because it backfired on me so hard, was the Twinkies. And the mayonnaise. So I scooped out the cream of the Twinkie, filled it up with mayonnaise. But I'm not a person that buys Twinkies. So they didn't really notice. <laughs> they didn't really notice the difference. And it wasn't really as funny as it was supposed to be because they didn't know what it was supposed to what be like. What about the uh, cupcake meatloaf? And mashed potato, and mashed potato frosting. Uh-huh. Oh man, I was funny back then. What happened? <laughs> I forgot about the cupcakes. Put put meatloaf in little cupcake tins, and then put. <laughs> I colored the mashed potato so it looked like it was frosting on the cupcakes. Ah, oh, back when Keegan was young and gullible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nasty. What? Just... No, that was no. actual meatloaf with actual. It wasn't nasty. Yeah, I know, but I was expecting a cupcake. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And you're expecting it. So, do you know how April Fools started? I feel like there was a bunch of ways, depending on who you ask. Yeah, I don't know that there is like a specific way that it started, but there's definitely a lot of good stories out there. So I, I we... know of one in particular where everyone, when they changed the uh, the calendar, mm-hmm. so some people thought that it was April first. But it was actually January 1st, right? Or was it the other way around? Mm, you're on the right track. And then, wait, wait, wait. And then when it was April f- 1st or or whatever, everyone was like, ha, you fool. It's actually not April 1st because they, did, they didn't get the memo. So they called him like fish or something. <laughs> that is very not accurate, but clo- what? <laughs> it's close. It's close. So in France, now, I'm going to yada yada over some of the calendar parts of this because I could literally talk about the calendar to fill up like three podcasts and they, they will come in the future. But I want to just give a brief, brief talk about it today. Calendars and clocks. Calendars. Yep. Future topics. And so in France, they used to start the year on the vernal equinox. Um, so, so whenever it turned to spring, whenever it turned to spring. Yeah. And it, they kind of like have this celebration. So it kind of like was that whole week from like spring till the beginning of April. Well, around 50 or in 1564, 
basically six, uh, yeah, 1600 years old, too late, in my opinion, they finally decided to fully embrace the Julian calendar. And they decided, okay, so basically the rest of the world starts the year on January 1st. So mm-hmm. I suppose we could too. Yeah. And that's what, so they didn't actually like. They didn't change, change it. it. It's just. Where the start, what they yeah. consider the start. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, they called it uh, Poisson d'Avril. Which, mm-hmm. is... which means uh, gullible fish in French, right? Uh-huh. Uh, well, it oh, means April fish. April fish in French, but it, it was because people that you know didn't get the memo were were young or you know easily caught quote unquote yeah. like a fish considered gullible Boxed like a fish and they would actually put paper fish on people's backs <laughs> i do recall reading that <laughs> that was funny now my question about that version of the story did you learn that in french class or just looking up for this podcast i looking doing some research okay cool cool now so you still have a couple days left to prank your French teacher. Maybe you should make a fish and stick it on her back. Nobody will get the joke. She should. If she's a true France. <laughs> well, maybe she April should. 1st is a Saturday, though. That's okay. No, not because we have school on Friday. It has to be the... Why don't you meet school on Friday? Oh, wait, never mind, never mind. Mm-hmm. You're thinking gonna... it's next Friday already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So another possibility, again, there's just no clear cut. This is when it started or anything. So there's just lots of, of ideas out there as to the origins, which I think is classic April fools. Like probably none of these are true. These are probably all fools. We're probably the fools. We've been talking about probably the fools. But another idea going back to the vernal equinox is that mother nature is fooling people with the weather changes, which I could tell you by looking outside my window that it's true because we were supposed to see the planets lined up in the conjunction. Uh, We did not. We We got clouds. As you can tell by our Instagram post, plugging in. If you aren't following us on Instagram, mastering none at mastering dot none, yeah. follow us on Instagram. Perfect. And we did have a submission. A listener submitted yep. a picture from his house for the planet. Thank you, Paxton. Yeah, we love seeing that, especially because all we saw were clouds. Yep. Um. But then today I woke up and there's sun everywhere. And guess what? It's actually raining outside now. <sighs> so we are pretty much being fooled by the weather hourly at this point. Only if the groundhog it's sign shadow. Is that the way it works? I have no idea. I don't know which way it is. Yeah, we'll have to do that next year on February 2nd. Yeah. Okay, and then another version, and I like this one too, um, started in the 18th century in Britain, and it's a two-day celebration. So on the first, I mean the first day, which Uh is the 31st, they are, quote, hunting for gawk, G-O-W-K. And that stand that that's a cuckoo bird or you know a fool. Mm-hmm. And then the second day, tail day, they quote play pranks on each other's derriers. Derriers. <laughs> yeah. So for example, you would pin a tail on someone, or the infamous kick me sign mm-hmm. started you know sticking on someone's bum. They didn't feather anyone. Feather somebody like tar and feather them. That is not a prank. No. Okay. Yeah, you're right. right. (laughs) Okay. So I was looking up some, you know, in the spirit of Little Caesars, I was looking up some maybe more famous or bigger pranks that were were pulled on people. And so in 1957, 
in, in Britain, the BBC reported that Swiss farmers were having a record spaghetti crop. Bruh. And they were actually showing, they had pictures and news footage of people harvesting noodles from their tree. That doesn't make any sense. No, so they ha- I actually looked up the pictures. I think on some of these, uh, we're going to have to just post some pictures on Instagram mm-hmm. to show what we're talking about because some of these are pretty funny. But they had people like on ladders in trees, like cutting, um, like how you would maybe uh, pick a, a oh, I was going to say orange, but yeah, yeah. Um, how you would maybe pick something out of a tree. They were actually cutting spaghetti noodles. And then going through the years in 1985 uh, in Sports Illustrated, the uh, Author George Plimpton. Oh, actually, I do know about this. Go for it. About this one? Um, It said that uh, there was this guy that could uh, throw 168 miles an hour, right? And he got drafted by the Mets. And then he just, like, suddenly disappeared. But, like, in the article, the first word of every... I mean, the first letter of every word, mm-hmm. it spells out Happy April Fool's Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's very creative and... So that would be very much devastating when I realized it wasn't true, even though I had learned about it 40 years later. (laughs) Heartbreaking. So in 1992, NPR ran a spot, a spot with quote unquote, uh, president Nixon saying he was running for president again. And the reason I say quote unquote is because it wasn't, it wasn't even Nixon. It was an actor. And uh, a lot of people were surprised by that. Because prank. they had the same last name. They... No, no, no. It was a fake. No, it was like an actor. It was like if you did it. Oh. And you just imitated his uh, voice. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then in 96, Taco Bell decided it would name. Um, it, it actually announced that it had purchased the Liberty Bell. Burr. Which is, uh, you know, one of those. The Philadelphia landmarks. Yeah, for America. And they decided, or they announced that they were uh, planning on renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell. Mm. Now, I don't remember this. Um, I would have been in high school when this that happened. That would have been outrageous. I I know that if I had heard this at the time, I would have been super, what did you say, outrageous? Super outraged. Because there was a plank, prank played on me one time. Man, I can't remember who it was. It was a beer company. And I saw a billboard as I'm driving down the freeway. And it was talking about something called moonvertising. And it was talking about how they were going to every full moon. They were going to post their beer. Like supposedly have this really bright light and project it onto the moon. (laughs) And it was moonvertising. And I was so mad about that. Like I didn't even think that it could be a prank. I just thought, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not... That's not theirs to project on. That's the yes. entire galaxy's moon. <laughs> so imagine, you know, I probably would have felt the same way about this Taco Liberty Bell. No, I mean, Taco Bell couldn't even purchase something like a national treasure. No, oh. the Liberty Bell. How would they even purchase it? That's like purchasing the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it's just not something that has a price. Yeah, exactly. All right. And then one of my favorites. Now, this happened in 98. So it was just two days later. And I'm thinking the two reason... years later not right, two sorry. days right. that right. would be crazy april 3rd <laughs> they would be the fools um i'm thinking i don't remember this one either because we're really talking about the beginning of the internet there was no social media back then uh in 1998 you know i'm starting off college i'm not reading the newspaper daily so i'm not really finding these ads for burger king but i i know that if i had seen this i would remember it because 
Burger King advertised a left-handed Whopper. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> and um, people didn't even realize it was fake, and they were actually going in to Burger King and ordering it. And this is another thing that I'm going to post on Instagram because this ad is hysterical. Okay, so certain things that the left hand it says Burger King introduces the left-handed Whopper. Finally, after years of neglect, left-handed eaters will no longer need to conform to traditional right-handed eating methods when enjoying America's favorite burger. Now, this is great for me because as a lefty, when I sit next to a right-handed person at the table on the wrong side, I'm hitting elbows with them the whole meal. That doesn't change. So I would see this and I'd be like, wow, finally, I don't need to conform to traditional right-handed eating. And look at this picture right here. Let's describe it for everyone. This looks like a newspaper ad or like maybe a magazine. Oh, it says USA Today up in the corner. So this is definitely some sort of print advertisement. And there's a picture of a Whopper and it's kind of tilted at an angle. And it says things like, The Whopper is rotated a full 180 degrees to ensure a better grip on the bun to maximize taste enjoyment. That's crazy. That's great. The lower bun is realigned to compensate for the shifted weight. And they actually say that they rearrange the orientation of the condiments so left-handers could have it their way. That doesn't make it. (laughs) it's so funny like they put on the the condiments like when they when they squeeze the ketchup on they squeeze it in lefty instead of righty you just don't appreciate these little humorous things because you're a right-hander and the whole world is already built for you that is correct april 3rd or august 13th we're doing a lefty themed lefty takeover podcast that was was the thing national left-handers day i nope well you're gonna learn about it this year goodness all right, they also have sesame seeds meticulously placed to ensure the least amount of loss during consumption, favoring a left-handed eating technique. And finally, at the very bottom, there's a note, and it says ambidextrous consumers will not be affected by the change. That's, that, that's fine. It's just so specific, and the attention to detail, it just cracks me up. Common Burger King dub. Um, can you translate that for the uh, non-16-year-olds in the crowd? Like, common, and then Burger King, and then W, win. Common co- common yeah. Burger King, win. Okay. Okay. I guess. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. So then another one in 1998, Google, in its infancy, notoriously, um, oh, no, this isn't in 1998. This is a yearly thing. Uh, Google has notoriously hosted an annual April Fool's Day prank. I'm looking forward to seeing what they have this year. But they've had things like a telepathic search where you just sit at Google and and the toolbar or the search bar and you just think about it and Google's going to search for you. Um, And then also the ability to play Pac-Man on Google Maps. Interesting. So that'll be cool. We're going to see what they're doing this year um, for their prank. That'll be cool. I like the prank, and I can't think of it right now. What are the buttons you push where it flips the screen upside down? Uh, for a computer, it's like Control Shift Refresh. Where's it Refresh? It'd be up here. That's on like a doubt. Del- That's on a school computer. Oh, okay. So like a desktop. Is that what you're thinking, or like a Chromebook? A Chromebook. Control Shift Refresh, and then you can actually rotate the screen so then it's like sideways or upside down on your monitor. That's mm. a fun thing to do to people because it's they- harmless. And they have no idea what to do. 
Yeah. And then you come back a minute or two later and show them how to fix it. Yep. Awesome. Well, do you have any other April Fool's related fun facts or pranks you have planned? Nope. Do I need to start planning to prank you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, send us your favorite pranks and look for that Whopper ad on our Instagram. What's that Instagram again, Keegan? At mastering.none. And um, as always, love us or hate us, please send us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.